Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They go up to 11, Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, the Crypto Gem. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. Hey Mitch. And today we got a really cool show I'm pretty excited about. Before we get into that, let's take a look at the crypto news from the Crypto Gent. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the Crypto Gent. Zero X Dex protocol suspended because of vulnerability. Funds are still safe. Georgia, the country, not the state, exempts cryptocurrencies from value added tax. Japanese authorities have set up a liaison conference tasked with investigating the impact of Facebook's stablecoin on monetary policy and financial stability. Why? Who knows? Please feel free to speculate on the crypto campfire. Twitter feed. Top risers over the last 24 hours have been V-Systems, DAI, and Ravencoin. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash. Follow and subscribe at the CryptoGent. And back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot for the news there, CryptoGent. You're welcome, Professor. Holy shit, Mitch. He's here. Oh my God. What just happened? He's on the show? What the hell? Holy, wait. I thought he was supposed to disconnect after he does the news. Uh, yeah, so I've decided to stay connected just so I could chat to you guys for a one-off show. I'm hope, I hope that's all right with you guys. Oh, heck yeah. I guess, I guess we can handle that. That's great. <laughs> oh, I see. Good cop, bad cop here. Yeah, yeah. you can stay, I guess. You know. <laughs> I, guess. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, it's awesome to have you on the show, man. We, we love having your news at the beginning of every episode. And, uh, you know, it was looking like it was going to be hard to get you on because of your schedule. And you've got a lot of crazy things happening in your life right now. You've got a baby on the way. For sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, how's it going? It's going great, actually. Really good. Yeah, you might actually notice uh, uh, people, if they're listening, they're like, hey, his voice is toned down. That's because I kind of put on a little bit of a voice as a, as a little bit of emphasis right. onto it as, I, as I kind of do the news. But I'm a bit more chilled out as I speak normally. Um, so, yeah, no, it's going really well, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you say, crazy busy crypto stuff going on. I've got another um, Twitter page. We might talk about that later, which is a completely different uh, genre of stuff. And then I've got my full-time job teaching. And then, as you say, yeah, my wife's pregnant, 34 weeks. So, yeah, I'm, uh, it's, getting, it's getting close to the stage uh, for, for our first child as well. So pretty busy, man, but really good. That's awesome. That's good to hear. So are you having any uh, luck picking baby names? Uh, we've got a few ideas, but uh, that I'm, I'm a teacher, like I said. So every name that she comes up with, I go, no. I'm afraid to tell you that kid is a little bit of a nightmare. That doesn't work for me. Uh, yeah, it's like, what about this name? Oh, yeah. Nice name, apart from the kid's, the kid's awful. So that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What about, what about using the name Mitch? Mitch is a great name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, I think Mitch. that would be fit. The Mitch Gent. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like, yeah, bit, Bitcoin or something. Yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> Satoshi. Satoshi. Yeah, right. Call your kids Satoshi, no, the poor bastard. <laughs> I love it. A boy going through the English school system. What's his name? Satoshi. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> it would really work. Yeah. Really that's great. That's oh perfect. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. He got a big Bitcoin stamped on his birth certificate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're making making changes starting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, right, I'd like goodness. to see what your wife would have to say about naming your kid Satoshi. Is she uh, she into crypto, or are you just kind of on your own? No, man, no, not at all. She wouldn't have a clue what was going on. She'd be like Satoshi, no. No, it's not Japanese. We're not naming it that. So she wouldn't get it at all. Uh, she she knows of Bitcoin. She knows that uh, you know I've invested. It's not the joint money I'm investing. It's kind of like a little bit left over from my wages. Put that aside. I invest it. And she knows that it's not. Um, she knows a little bit. She knows what Bitcoin is. I think back a couple of years ago, I was talking XRP. She knows what that is. She'll be like, how's the ripples doing? Uh, yeah, the, the ripples. They're not doing. They're doing all right, love. Yeah, the ripples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's actually a better chance of her agreeing with the name Mitch. Yeah, 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 Sorry, yeah, yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. resist. Like, yeah, you would, what do you think about this? So you don't like Satoshi? What do you think about Mitch as a name? Yeah, yeah. See what she says. It might slide. It might slide. You know, it works better for a baby name than the professor, though. If we're honest, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Or if yeah, it's a girl, it's you could call her Michella. 
<laughs> but you know, we, I've got big educational plans for this child. If it ends up going to university and graduating, it would be Professor the Professor. So that wouldn't really work. That would be great. That would yeah. be interesting. But P- Professor Mitch sounds better. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So, how did you get into crypto in the first place? All right. Um, so, like, yeah, two years ago, pretty much exactly. So, June, July 17. Um, and you know what? I've always been kind of a. I've had um, entrepreneurial type desires. I always wanted to do stuff that is kind of on my own back. And I know that it's going to take quite a lot of years to kind of break through from the current grind of working for somebody else. So I just wanted to kind of start the process and find something I could do for myself. Stumbled across um, crypto whilst basically researching for different passions and things. Um, And it was something like, Bitcoin's doing blah, blah, blah. Bitcoin's doing this. And I was like, oh, what are these advertisements? And I just ended up researching them all. Um, and then, yeah, the first thing I I invested in was uh, Ripple, was XRP. And um, just left it for a bit. So I chucked in, I think, 50 pounds or something. And I think only two years ago, but the only one for British customers to use that was any good was like GateHub and that pile of, yeah, steaming turd. And uh, <laughs> so I chucked in 50, 50 quid though, pounds for our British viewers, uh, listeners, and um, left that for a few months. And that was obviously just before the December spike in 17. And um, it hit to about 850 quid's worth. So it had obviously what, 17 times to my money. So at that point, I was like, right, I'm getting into this crypto thing. I'm going to research them all. I'm going to see which one I'm going to buy next. You know, and obviously thinking that everything that I touched would turn to gold. And then started, yeah, creating content off the back of a Twitter profile after I realized that crypto Twitter was a real big thing. Um, and that everybody kind of uses that as a research tool as well as like a place to go and shitpost and talk a load of crap about each other. Um, and then I thought it was yeah, pretty interesting. And then I kind of um, invested in loads of other coins uh, with some of the uh, profits, if you like, from the XRP um, investment initially and kind of cashed out a couple of times along the way. And then at the moment, I'd probably describe myself. Maybe at the moment, interestingly, I'm probably more of a, as close to a Bitcoin maximalist as you could get probably. Um, the only thing is I'm, I'm, I don't, I've not invested, invested in anything other than Bitcoin at the moment. The only thing is I'm open to it. So that's probably the difference between me and a Bitcoin maximalist at the moment. Yeah. Sure. Cool. So, okay. Since we're talking about that, what are your, what are your thoughts on the Libra token? Um, what's your, what's your concern for the yeah, impact in either a pro or a con? Um, well, pro, I think the biggest pro is going to be when, I mean, it's going to bring in so many people, isn't it? There's going to be so many Americans, Britons, Indians, Chinese, all the big countries that are on Facebook um, are going to see it. And they're going to hopefully, I, I think they'll probably research into Bitcoin and probably a few others off the back of it. Um, the obvious con will be that it might monopolize the whole currency space the the whole cryptocurrency space and therefore everybody goes oh no let's not bother with this facebook coin is the only way and therefore you know everything else starts crashing and whatnot and people stop researching into all the other ones but it could be a good thing because it might make all the crappy alts go to nothing and um yeah i don't know it's it's going to be an interesting one but it's wait and see really won't we i guess but um well, it doesn't sound like the American government's too quick to let it happen. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, and and because it's, it's a centralized thing, that's that that's one of the downsides that they have to face is that they might not be allowed to do it. That's the funny yeah. part because with yeah, cryptocurrencies yeah. being decentralized, who's the government going to say you have to stop? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, but this is this is true. But with with Libra, they could just say, "Oh no, you're done," yeah. <laughs> and they're done. Yeah, that's- that's true. So, yeah, yeah. And and obviously you've got Trump tweeting um well, a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, that was great. Who's clearly who's clearly oh. not uh in favor of it. But what do you expect? I mean, it, it kind of like what do you expect? I mean, I bet there's a load of youngsters on there who are kind of like old man at his computer. What does he think he knows? Right. <laughs> um 
but I mean, that's what I'm afraid they think his... of me. <laughs> the old man and his computer. <laughs> How does this thing work? I've said all yeah, ten right. times it's not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know he's he's got advisors. He's not just him, is it? He's got advisors. He's got the people around him telling him what to put. They're they're thinking about it. I don't actually think he does on Twitter. Uh, well, yeah, some of the things he put, yeah, some of the shit that comes out of his mouth, it's like really. <laughs> so, I think there's two or three times I've I've commented on that post. Uh, go keep going back to it and going. No, I've got to correct this. No, I'm going back yeah, again right? to write something else. What's this? No. Gonna... So I've been back on, I've commented three different things on there because I've had to keep rechecking it. Did he say what? The nonsense. Yeah. So, this, yeah. so a couple of things. Yeah. And the funny thing when it comes to Trump is I'm not, I'm neither like all pro Trump and I'm neither all negative Trump either. I, mm. I think there's a lot of pros and cons to the guy. Uh, but some of the stuff that he speaks just, it's like, wow, where did that come from? You know, but yeah. on the other hand, there's a lot of positives. So I, I'm not gonna, you know, yeah, sit there yeah. and slam him or beat him, uh, pick him up in any regard. I think he's doing a great job in some areas and I think he's failing in others. And I think one of the yeah. biggest things he fails in is his communication to people. I think that's one of his weaker sides, you know, but yeah. that's my opinion. So I'm going to keep politics out of this and uh, we're going to move past <laughs> that <laughs> because I hate we're politics. Going. We're going down politics <laughs> holes. We yeah, no, it. we're not. No, no, no we're not. We're not. <laughs> no. So, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is it really just shows you though how scared governments are of the potentials of cryptocurrencies in the wrong hands. And, um, yes. you know, there's, yeah, there's so sure. much potential with the Libra token for what it's going for. And that's, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing for crypto. I mean, it, sure, it's going to pull some market share away from uh, some of the, the actual currency forms of cryptocurrencies, you know, Bitcoin and Litecoin and things like that. But like the gent said, I mean, there's just going to be so much more awareness um, oh, yeah. to cryptocurrencies in general because of this. But I think long term is where we start to see the major effects. So first off, we're going to get a big wave of, of new people that are just uh, either learning about it or finally feel comfortable enough because Facebook's doing it, so it must be okay that they're going to look into this. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's true. But down the road, five, 10 years, when you have a currency that at that point could be fairly globally used, run by a collection of massive entities is pretty uh, crazy, more or less. You know, there's, there's some, some scary implications. Mm. Sounds like a system we might already have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, just no, a, yeah, yeah. a new one of the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Shift yeah. of power. So, guys, since we're kind of on this topic, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but it, since we're kind of on this topic, then when it comes to cryptocurrencies being a currency and the president saying that he didn't think or believe that crypto is a currency. Now, I actually took a snapshot of the definition of a currency and I put it in the, my tweet response to him <laughs> and said, you know, something in the regards of for someone that doesn't support fake news, but yet you're, you're not spewing truth, you know, as the fact that it is a currency by definition and it is spent and used as currency, how can it not be a currency? And that was kind of my response to him is like, we spend it. So you can't spend a stock, you can't spend Forex trading, you know, that they do where they're trading futures and when they're trading monies and, and uh, you know, um, currencies, right? In that regard, you can't go to your Forex account and say, I want to use this to go buy something. You can't go to your stock account, stock holdings and say, I want to use that stock to buy, buy an Apple product. You can't do that, but you can do it with cryptocurrency. So how is it not a currency? That was my question. And that's my stance on the whole thing. And that's and that's a full stop. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't get it, and there's a lot of groups of people that don't get it. Whether it's the entire administration or uh, one individual or an entire government, I mean, a lot of people are still like technology is still fresh to a lot of these people, you know. And there's different ones, you know. Like Mitch, you're still somewhat fresh to tech, but you're open-minded mm -hmm. and willing to absorb what's happening and look into the new stuff. But then there's a lot of people that they don't like change and they like their dollar and they like their comfortable system and all they want is for things to stay the same until they die. And like, mm. you know, so there's always going to be people like that. Yeah. There's, you know, it's hard. Right. It, it sucks. But They're afraid yeah. of change is basically all it is. I embrace it. Yep. Absolutely. So, Gent, are you practicing your dad jokes? Oh, man. If you, if <laughs> that is excellent. So, so. <laughs> I, I do them all day, every day, all day, every day. I'm full of dad jokes. Terrible play on words. I do it all the time. So, um, 
Children Tell in the Castle why. say something. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, it's just, uh, what, what have I got it right? Okay. <laughs> so I've, I've been, uh, this is so bad. Uh, so I've been having, um, I've been having trouble recently, children, with, uh, with like I say it to the children all the time. So terrible dad jokes. Uh, I've been having trouble um, with wind at the moment. So uh, I went to the doctor's. Um, said, Doctor, you got anything for wind? He gave me a kite. <laughs> that's great I love that joke. only a dad would get that actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling these to 8 year olds so we've got 2 or 3 that are like very funny and then you've got 20 odd going what terrible joke you're awful so um, yeah, that's great. I practice it all the time but I love it I feed off the silence that's what I probably like the most is the dead silence yeah it's great the tumbleweed <laughs> Professor, what's your what's your favorite dad joke? See, with me, I know when I make a dad joke, it's usually a response to somebody's statement. Somebody will say something, and I'll have a stupid response to it, or yes, a, yes, a, a pun, or a comeback. Yeah, that's the same. Like, I don't know if I have any specific like ones I can think of. I, Laffy Taffy wrappers. I mean, ninety percent of those would be my every dad joke that I can make would be on a Laffy Taffy wrapper. You know, uh, for, yeah. I think I just channel those for, indirectly, for, whether for I know the, it or not. I just mentioned for the uh, British listeners that's penguin bars, um, penguin bars for us. Yeah, same thing. Okay, penguin bars. Yeah, that's penguin great. bars. There's penguin chocolate bars, and on the you get you lift up the flap, and it's got the the answer to the joke. So the joke at the front, and then yeah. in the inside the joke. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Kind of like Willy Wonka penguin. bars. We're gonna have to get some oh, of those. Nowhere near as good, man. They're they're like um, terrible chocolate, actually, in my opinion, awful chocolate. <laughs> but uh, you get you should, you can't buy them on their own. Just just packs of like eight. You can't get them on their own. That's because you're buying Penguin the bar. joke. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sounds like you're getting ripped off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I just didn't even think about laffy taffy not being necessarily like the same thing everywhere, right? It's one of those weird things that you don't think right. about, but. Uh, is there any weird things like that that you find interesting, like weird differences between UK products and US products? Uh, it's, it's interesting, actually. Um, do you know, um, I think UK is coming a lot more Americanized. You probably hear that term, actually. Lots of people say it in, in Britain. Yeah, we're becoming more Americanized. Um, but I think basically what they're trying to say is we're getting bigger at everything. Everybody says America's like bigger. Um, so things like supermarkets, um, so I've been to America twice, I think, uh, Colorado, Vegas, and uh, Florida. And um, what seems to be like a little difference is that in supermarkets, the range of choice that you have is ridiculous. Like the type of candy bars that you have is like a thousand different candy bars and things. And when we'll have like, I don't know, 20 or something. Uh, but it just seems to be like the range of, um, yeah, usually unhealthy fatty food project choices uh choices that in in your supermarkets are pretty huge and then like your portion sizes from your restaurants are massive as well um and we have quite small portions and things like that um your beers are obviously as you i went actually uh to a baseball game to see the rockies um don't know who they're playing was didn't really know what was going on uh but went to get a, a beer um i really like american ale actually and uh, some guy served me, and he obviously picked up on the accent, and he went, hey, hey, man, we actually serve our beer cold here, so watch out. I was like, yeah, yeah. So apparently warm beer in Britain, uh, which we do. We have, we have our ale uh, quite, quite, um, quite warm compared to, to the um, American folks, but I quite like American ale quite a lot. I think it's really nice. That, was called, that one was called uh, Dale's Pale Ale, actually. It was lovely, a lovely drop. Um, yeah, I can't really think what else, but there's probably loads. There's probably a lot. Uh, U.S. versus U.K. office. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, we won't go down that one. The U.S. versus the U.K. office. No. Oh, my goodness. Let's start that debate. I'm sure that the uh, opposite opinions exist. Goodness, I, yeah. I prefer the U.S. version because that's the first one I watched, yeah, and yeah. then I watched the U.K. But now with Top Gear, I think it's the other way around. I mean, that's obviously a given. But I've not, not seen the U.S., man. U.S. Top Gear, I'm it's terrible. Seen. Don't bother. I've seen a couple of episodes. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Shit? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I'm, it's I'm, not the same. I'm, um, yeah, no, I, I don't get me wrong. Love the U.S. Office. Think it's brilliant. But David Brent, yeah, David Brent, awkwardness. They're just my God, is so brilliant. But most people go around in Britain. You probably won't. You this will sound strange to you, um, and I've, I've done it with many people. People do the David Brent impression to other people in the hope they understand it's David Brent. 
And then if you are a, fra- a fan of The Office, you will reply in like. So it's like an unsaid code. So you will do something like, is it? And then they'll go, ah, got you. Office, love it. And then you'll start chatting about it and be like, yeah, we love The Office. Love that. And then you'll basically spend all of your friendship quoting The Office back and forth. Um, and it's oh, gosh. That's our lives. Yeah. So I've got part crazy. of Facebook groups about this and it's really interesting as well. There's quite there's cut sort of dark web style Facebook groups where you kind of meme about the office. So it'll be a meme of um a normal meme, like um, I don't know, I'm looking at an advert now, try two weeks free dog food. And they'll put that picture up and then you've got to rack your brains for a office quote that would fit in with try two weeks free dog food. Um, and then, yeah, the, the darker versions, obviously, you could imagine if there's a uh, particular bit of news that isn't very pleasant, and then you've got to come up with a quote from the office that fits it very well. It's a lifestyle. I love it. So, Jen, what what's your favorite blockchain project as far as a use case goes? Um, right, okay. So the reason I first got into um, XRP when I was researching, so I must, oh my goodness, must have researched about, easily a hundred different coins and then um to, to, I, I don't know what i'd say how i researched them probably by going on everyone's website looking through the white papers quite meticulous about it because i don't want to just want to chuck my money away and stuff um so the first thing i thought about xrp and i was like oh this is great and you know, pipe kind of people were kind of um slating it and things and i was like, oh why why because i didn't really understand at the time about decentralization and centralization and that sort of argument around around that as well um but the actual idea i was like this is actually pretty good um the idea of the fact that the banks aren't just going to go away and they're kind of working with the banks and i thought that was a really good idea um and that kind of approach to the um to the research initially in sort of 2017 i was like probably an xrp maximalist for a long time uh which is yeah which i kind of now i'm cool. completely out of uh and then so now I'm like a minimalist on that. Uh, and then I started like, I'm going to research everything else and see what this is really good uh, and see what else really works. Uh, and so I saw all of these like little things like, oh, and we're working with, um, so like things like Dentcoin and things and like, oh, we're working with the dentist industry and we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I thought they were all kind of like gimmick coins and things and they're kind of getting despondent. And only really after sure. a year or so, and I was like, actually, Bitcoin, What's, what it really is Bitcoin and properly researching and and figuring out what Bitcoin was and like actually yeah they probably did get it right first time this probably is like the best thing right you know right. It's, truly, it's the granddaddy truly decentralized it is everything follows it truly is decentralized um there is a limited supply nobody I think it's kind of a good thing nobody knows who the creator is because it's like he can't manipulate the market or at least openly do that so i thought think i I thought after after a long time of researching yeah like hundreds of hundreds of projects i kind of stumbled back on the one that i probably should have researched in the first place and said that's i'm essentially a maximalist on that but i'm still gonna dabble in other projects in terms of researching them uh but to this date have not sort of gone back in so one one of my biggest mistakes was um, Blockport. So I thought that was a pretty good project for a while. Um, at one point, I had about fifty percent of everything I had in in Blockpoint in Blockport, and then um, left it in there. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, what's happened to it? Gone." Obviously, all alts obviously went down. And then not too long ago, I don't know what was it, a couple of months ago, they completely went bankrupt. So. You live and you learn and you lose, you know, you lose along the way. If you're putting in what you can afford to lose, it really doesn't, you know, it didn't matter too much to me at that time because I should have probably and probably did in parts take some out and put it in other things or take some out completely and cash it into the great British pound, if you like, um, which I probably did in some parts, but I left a lot of it in and it went down to essentially what it is now, which is basically nothing. Uh, and I did a similar mistake with um, OCN as well, the sort of um, byproduct of Tron. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I got wrecked on OCN a little bit too. Yeah. So. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Gent, on the uh, adoption torch? And if you, if it was passed to you, would you use it or would you pass it on? 
do you know what the adoption torch is? I don't. He may not have seen it. I'm not sure. Uh, sorry. Yeah, adoption torch. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. Go on. Explain. Explain to me. The adoption torch is something that we kind of came up with and we pass along um, to people. And what they do is when they when they when you're past the adoption torch, you um, need to find somebody that's not in crypto, either a friend, family member, perfect stranger, oh, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the case yeah. may be. Right. And then talk to them about cryptocurrency yeah, and, okay. you know, yeah, and, uh, and do a video on it. Yeah, I'm vaguely. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. Right. OK. Um, it's so difficult, isn't it? The adoption torch. There's, do you know um, where I live is. Um, uh, it's hard to explain to other people, but it's like um, hillbilly style. But if, if for Americans, you would describe it as like hillbilly country, I guess that makes sense. So like mm -hmm. proper like yeah. country area. Um, so I, but, but like posh. So in, in, um, in England, it's like a posh area, but in America, you'd probably call it hillbillies. So it's like posh hill, hillbillies. So they're really stuck in their ways. They're really old school. Um, they're really farmery, but they've got loads of money and they're really quite posh about stuff. Um, and, and they're really stuck in their ways. So for me, it would be like, I'm going to try and get somebody into, um, trying to get somebody into crypto. Um, and the person I'm trying to get into it is a 70 year old farmer who has lived in this area all his life, who doesn't like change and wants to stay exactly as he is. So it's a really difficult thing. Um, and actually I kind of got to a stage where I was like, I'm not even going to try in real life. I'm not even going to try anymore. If people are interested, I'll mention, yeah, I've got, I've got this page and it's called the crypto gen and it's really cool. And I do this and I make content and, um, so, and so on and so forth. Um, but if if it never props up naturally, I don't really mention it for for the reason of you get a hundred questions uh, from generally people who can't even really turn a computer on. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different people out there when you're trying to spread the adoption, and you usually get not such a positive response. Whether it's either just straight up ignored because they think you're trying to sell them something, um, or they think Bitcoin is a scam, or yeah, whatever it is, usually the reception isn't so great. So. It's uh, like you say, it's a difficult thing to do and you get laughed at a lot, but uh, it's it's fun. Just, you know, I don't know if you saw on my Twitter the other day, my wife and I were sitting here at home and we were going to order a pizza. And I thought, I'm just going to ask them yeah. just for shits and giggles yeah. if they take crypto, you know. So I, I called them up. I asked, do you guys take Bitcoin? And the kid says, no. And I was like, well, shit, shit are you guys planning on taking it anytime soon? And he comes back with, well, no, but I'll take it. And at first, I you know I thought he was just kind of being a smart ass, and then it turns out <laughs> yeah. he was actually serious. Yeah. So I ended up being able to. He's texted me his wallet address. I sent him some Litecoin, and he sent me some uh, pizza and hot wings. So <laughs> that's cool. You that's, never know. Sometimes if you ask, cool. you, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. No, the, the, yeah, I don't. I don't think I know. Um, so I do live near, well, about fifteen minutes from a from a city. So um, Lincoln. I'd be surprised if anyone in um, on the list of listeners is sort of aware of Lincoln, but, uh, it's just kind of a small, um, yeah, country area, but, um, Lincoln, the city center is about a hundred thousand people, uh, cathedral castle, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I don't think I know of any place that accepts cryptocurrency of any form in the whole city. So it's, um, but then would you advertise it? I don't know. I don't know. So maybe they have right, their exactly. personal accounts, but they don't have it set up for the business. Um, you never maybe. know. You don't know. Yeah, kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, yeah, it does. it's kind of the same around here too. Uh, I live in Montana, which is, you know, a lot of people assume that we still ride horses and <laughs> and uh, don't have computers. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like that where it's still a it's still a really small place. The town I live in is about forty thousand people. So, um, but there's there's a big college here. Montana State University is here in town. So. We've got a lot of college kids, but I've only met literally three people in town that I've talked to that even have ever touched any sort of cryptocurrency. Mm. So, uh, so I understand the same thing. Like we don't have, there's no Bitcoin ATMs here. The the closest Bitcoin ATM is like 200 miles away. Um, nobody takes crypto at all, you know, except for apparently this one kid that works at the pizza joint, <laughs> which I was, I was so happy. He's like, yeah, the just save me ass. in your phone. Yeah. And anytime you need pizza. Yeah, exactly. Like anytime you need pizza, 
to me and pay me with Litecoin. <laughs> He's like, I'm filling my bag all the time, so I'll take every opportunity I can get. That's great. That's great. I was like, all right, man. Got so I got the hookup for for Litecoin pizzas, but. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. no, that's really cool. Yeah, no, like you say, yeah, we're probably similar. I mean, yeah, London's probably, uh, what about, yeah, under 200 miles away probably. But yeah, they'll have a few, a few, quite a few Bitcoin um, ATMs and things. I think there's a few in sort of Newcastle, Birmingham areas, similar amount of, of time away from us, about two and a half hour drive, something like that. So yeah, we, it's a fair way to go for something like that. Um. But it's time. It's, yeah, it's time. It's Evolution. It'll happen eventually. It just it takes time, doesn't it? Some things. Yeah, that's just it. You know, it's all, all a matter of time, and all about spreading the word and, and trying to push adoption. And you know, it's like you say, it's all the time. It's just a matter of people becoming more comfortable. Um, people even learning about it. Yeah. You know, all they hear right now is what's on the news. So it's no no surprise they have a negative opinion on it. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's been there's been uh, like a handful of people of similar similar age to me who have kind of invested that I'm that I'm aware of, um, and they all got in around the December area of seventeen, you know, when it was big on the news and everything, and then they kind of they either got burned or they um, just left it and kind of forgot about it. So um, they'll probably have a negative experience of it now, and then then now they'll probably be either. Uh, averse to it or they'll kind of be going around sort of slating it wherever they go so you, yeah it's um we have exactly. to kind of wait till the next round really almost it's just kind of like that isn't it the next bull yeah you know the the social activity really ties into the market activity almost exactly yeah. you know when twitter is is crazy the market's crazy yeah. and, it's, and it's the other way around really when the market's crazy twitter becomes crazy etc yeah um, and when the market crashes twitter gets quiet and so we're we're coming out of the end of that but we've still got a ways to go you know it's going to go back down and it's going to chill out i think until the end of the year and yeah um yeah i think the 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 biggest call is when i get a, was when i get a dm uh on facebook something i very rarely use and somebody goes all right mate what should i be invested in and then i'm like all right it's bull time. It's time. Because, yeah, because nobody, <laughs> nobody even goes on Facebook. I've got like uh, 150, whatever they're called, fans or something. And, um, uh-huh. and yeah, well, I can remember uh, this guy's name. He was like, he had like a comical name, like Chris Beer or something. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chris Beer had messaged me in, in December of uh, 2017 saying, right, mate, where do I put my money next? Uh, it's like I'm not going to advise you. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what, what's yeah. going to. I don't know <laughs> uh, what's going to happen next, <laughs> my friend. But yeah, thank you for the uh, inbox and clarifying that we're in a bull run now. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah, and then essentially no, no DMs since then, pretty much. So when a new DM comes in, I'm like, yep, yeah, it's time. It's time. Sweet. So can we go ahead and work on programming a bot? That will pay attention to your Facebook DMs. And <laughs> yeah, as soon as you get one. yeah, no, I do sometimes. I've started it. What I've done is, um, so obviously trying to push um, Facebook and Twitter and everything really as much as I can because you put, you spend time on content. You kind of, you want people to see it, don't you really? That's the honest truth about it. Um, so mm-hmm. I've, I've done, um, put my videos and things through Facebook uh, every so often. And um, I've contacted a guy who runs, um, I think it's called the crypto, just just cryptocurrency. Actually, I think it's just the group called cryptocurrency. It's got something like a hundred thousand followers, something really huge. And um, he's let a couple of my tweets go. Uh, sorry, tweets, not not Twitter. Uh, a couple of my posts on Facebook go onto their page, and so it went from uh, zero engagements, zero likes, zero blah blah blah, to something like four thousand with just because he let one post go through. And it's like, yeah, 4,000 views. Um, so just small things that I thought, oh, that's really cool, actually, that just reaching out to that guy who kind of said, nice content, I run a Facebook group. Uh, just reaching out to him and saying, can you put can you put this on? And he goes, yeah, that's fine. And then actually 4,000 people now have seen that who otherwise wouldn't have seen it and now actually get to learn a little bit about, well, I suppose cryptocurrency news um, today. So that's quite cool. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's awesome. I always loved that about the crypto space is there's so many people who are willing to acknowledge good content yes. 
and help spread the word, you know, and help share it with their their people. So it's it's not so exclusively it doesn't feel so exclusive. Like every other industry I've been involved in, the the people who are important in that industry, it's like they don't want anything to do with anybody else. They just want to be at the top of their podium yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and have it all. But here the, everybody's so humble. I mean, there's exceptions, but for the most part, everybody's so humble and willing to just talk to you and, and let you in to either their community or, or share you with theirs. So it's, it's very cool. Yeah, it's true. And you kind of, you need that as well. If you're starting off from, from pretty much nothing and you're putting out something and one or two people are seeing it, you kind of need somebody to kind of go, Oh, you know what? That's, that's brilliant. I'll help you out. Here you go put a retweet out for you or something and i really enjoyed that i think that'll be valuable to my my follower base or something which i do for other people as well because i think people want to see their content if it's good why not and feedback i think is is really key that's one thing that i've been really loving and and also kind of hating almost about this podcast (laughs) is like we're getting a lot of feedback but it's you know we've gotten a lot of good feedback and I'm like waiting for that negative feedback. Like, what are we, what do we need to work on? Or what do we need to change? And so mm-hmm. like, it's a really good thing to have feedback, whether it's constructive feedback or, or positive feedback yeah. so that you can kind of continue to grow and, and uh, evolve your content moving forward. Yeah, sure. And it's subjective, isn't it? Some people might want to hear something different to what other people want to hear. So you, you kind of got to go with the majority and, and um, it's doing so well. The crypto campfire podcast is doing so well. And, you know, I've listened in a few times to the, um, I had, I listened, listened to the episode with the, uh, Verge, the Verge creator who name whose name escapes me. And, uh, Justin Vendetta. That's the one. And the McAfee's, uh, both the McAfee ones as well. Um, and I think lots of people who probably didn't know anything about the podcast as well, or didn't know anything about crypto would probably still have listened to the McAfee ones because it's obviously John's such a big name as well. So, and Janice. Yeah, you know, we get a lot of extra exposure from some of those bigger guests like that. Yeah. Um, the the most viewed episode we had was the very first McAfee episode. Yeah. Uh, and, and John retweeted that, so it the you know just the amount of exposure from that was insane. Yeah. Of um, course. Yeah. You know, all the rest of them have been about the same, and then with the Justin Vendetta one, uh, he actually got more uh, engagement on that podcast than the second McAfee episode did. Yeah. So. Because of the um, yeah the, the Verge Verge community, community is, yeah, exactly yeah yeah they're, they're, it's crazy it's a it's a crazy community I, I remember that from the beginning too like XRP is kind of the same way you know but yeah um, they have that huge really powerful community that's like you know they're so dead set like I this is their coin and they are they are really loyal to it yeah it was interesting it was interesting to hear to hear um, Justin Vendetta say as well about that he's not just uh purely uh, obviously he is verge through and through but he's not purely verge is the only coin you know he's dabbled in other things as well in other coins whereas i think with xrp um investors they are a lot of them seem to be very much xrp and that's it xrp uh the standard if you like yeah that's definitely one thing i've noticed is a lot of them are not um as open to other yeah. tokens, if you will. Be, it seems to be, which is really strange. I, I, I don't really understand why there can't be others as well as XRP, if you believe in it, why there can't be Bitcoin as well, for example, or whatever, Litecoin or whatever. Right. Well, there's definitely, that's one thing that we talk about on the show quite a bit is um, everything has a, a different use case. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's, there's a place for all kinds of things. XRP is excellent for... Uh, large corporations or or banks or anything like that trying to send large amounts of money yeah. internationally. You know, it's got its purpose. Bitcoin is awesome for the everyday person or for trying to store large amounts of money for long periods or, you know, any of that stuff. Um, then there's things like Bat Token, which are, you know, focused on uh, rewarding content mm-hmm. creators yeah. for views. You know, I mean, that's just it. There's, you can't isolate yourself to one thing. There's so many no. different use cases out there that you're just missing out too yeah. much. Yeah, this, yeah, it's true. I, I, it's it's also like um, I don't know. Do you think the market's kind of over flooded with different? Because you think you've mentioned bat, and then you think there's bat. There's uh, there's so many other ones that are doing exactly the same thing, or at least very very similar thing to bat, with a slight twist. Do you think it's kind of over flooded right. with too many? Characters? You know, I think it is, and I think it has to be because if you look back to the days of the early internet 
you know, yeah. or I shouldn't say the early internet, maybe more like the dot-com boom days, yeah. early to yeah. mid-90s. Um, you had all these different websites doing the same thing, mm-hmm. more or less. And, and you know, that's kind of how it works. You start a new industry and you get all these people rushing in to do stuff. Um, you're always going to have competitors. And, and like I always say, you don't have to be the first, you just have to be the best. Uh, yeah, so, that's true. And that's true with everything as well, isn't it? Like inventions and things as well. Um, right. And like, yeah, like you say, big websites like Google. Was Google the first or we had like Yahoo? In Britain, we had Ask Jeeves. I don't know if that was American as well. I don't yeah, we had that here too. Ask Jeeves, yeah. I, I remember Ask Jeeves. That was great. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it's so shit. That in comparison, the worst website. in comparison, it was awful. But there you go. Uh, but then you right, it was like the closest thing we had to AI at the, in the, at the 90s. time. Yeah, you were po- <laughs> and that you had to pose. Am I right in thinking you had to pose the question with correct uh, grammar and punctuation? Yes, I what forgot about that. Ridiculous, you know. And now you just go on and type something completely, spell it wrong, and everything, and Google pop, pops up straight away. I think you meant what oh, is man. eczema, and you're like, yeah, I did mean what is eczema, but you're there back in 1999 trying to ask Jeeves, have I got eczema? sorry, we can't compute that because you haven't put a capital H and you spell eczema wrong. You didn't put a Z in there, for example. <laughs> exactly. It, we've come so far. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. So I speak sometimes to like uh, my, my dad about it. So my dad's 71 and um, I'll say to him, because obviously he's experienced like completely no technology pretty much. Um, and then all of a sudden this boom. And uh, I've said to him, like, did you ever think, you would have something like this and it's like no it's like it's like some it's like something from sort of sci-fi to him you know because he's not he's gone through his life experiencing nothing and then within a space of like 40 years 50 years they've gone from computers the size of a house to like it being the size of a cell phone it's so crazy to think that they used to write software on punch cards yeah right like it's crazy yeah yeah you know then that's that's kind of a a, a interesting thought would be like taking somebody from 20 years ago just 20 years ago yeah and having cut off their experience at 20 years and then just drop them into now yeah like i'd be like no i'd I'd be like yeah i'm playing my snake i'm good i'm on level seven uh wait that kind of sounds like me in all actuality (laughs) (laughs) you know take somebody from 20 years ago and drop them in and now i mean my technology is so (laughs) limited as far as my experience that 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 just described me to a t so what's it like (laughs) what's it like what's it like technology compared to um back then Oh my God, it's crazy. I mean, back then we used to have to actually dial a phone and now you can tell your phone to call somebody. <laughs> Think about that. Have you, right? have you seen I the, mean, um... you used to have to dial numbers and now you say, hey, Siri, yeah. call so-and-so. I mean. <laughs> it's true. Have you seen the uh, the, the viral video of the, the two boys? They're, they're, what, 16, 17 years old and they, the parents just say, they, they place an uh, old-style phone on the table and they they try and get them to ring it so it's one of those the twist dial ones where you have to twist uh turn the number uh for each digit for who you want to ring uh so they, right. they give them a they give them a number to call and they say give it give it a go and and obviously having experienced it we're all like yeah they're just going to do it fine and they just can't figure it out that you have to lift up the receiver and turn each digit one at a time and then keep the yep. keep the receiver in your hand. They just couldn't figure it out, and it's hilarious viewing for anybody who wants to uh, watch that on YouTube. <laughs> it's something like two boys fail old phone, something like that. Nice. I'll Don't type that into awesome. Ask Jeeves though, because it wouldn't come up. No, you, know. you you wouldn't have the the proper grammar for that. Yes, you'd be in trouble. You'd be like, how could I find the video of the two boys who are on the phone and they have an epic fail? Full stop. And make sure there's no spelling. Uh, Jesus doesn't know what epic fail is. I wonder when the term epic fail <laughs> was coined in a technology sense. Yeah, I wonder. That's from, from a video perspective. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I wonder. Um, <laughs> but then there's some there's some stuff actually that I think oh that that's a really new saying like um, tata for now. I thought that was a really new saying, and um, even abbreviated to TTFN. I thought that was a really new saying, but it turns out they used it during Second World War. Interesting. Yeah. I've got a cool story actually about a famous saying. So you know the saying saved by the bell. You've heard mm-hmm. that yeah, you've heard that saying. Um that comes from we're talking 
Tudor times or before, so 1500s or so, um, they used to bury people and then they would, for later, for some reason or other, they would check the coffins afterwards. They'd pick the coffins up and they'd have a look and inside there would be scratch marks inside the coffins. So they realised they were burying people alive. So in order to solve that, they put a bell, a, um, a string inside the coffin and out and then put them six feet under the ground and then attached to the string just outside the coffin was a bell. So if they were buried alive, they would ring, pull the string, it would ring the bell and hence the saying, saved by the bell. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I'd heard about the bells, but I didn't, yeah. I never knew, yeah. uh, heard the connection. And, the the great, and awesome. a great TV show as well, Saved by the Bell. It is a great TV show. Man, throwback to the, was that late 80s or early 90s? I don't even know. The, I think that was 90s. I, I, well, I watched it in the 90s. Um, there is an, an amazing, an amazing YouTube channel called Zach Morris is Trash. And um, essentially what this guy does is talks, tells you the storyline, genuine storyline of Saved by the Bell, and makes you realize how much of a horrible douche Zach Morris really was. And it's amazing to watch. Oh, really? you, you don't realize, obviously, when you watched it as a <laughs> young kid, you were like, Zach Morris, I want to be that guy. He's so cool. <laughs> and then when you watch the actual him talking over it, hilarious stuff. Yeah, great. That's funny. I got to go check that out. It's called Zach Morris is what? Zach Morris is trash. Zach huh. Morris is trash. Yeah. That's amazing. I've never heard that it's before. Great. That's that's interesting. I'm going to definitely look into that. Oh, look, that's it. crazy. Yeah, it's, um, part, it seems to be part of um, Funny or Die. I don't know if it's part of their, but whatever. But it has an advert for Funny or Die at the end every time. I don't know if it's part of their thing or what. I don't know. But it is very funny. Crazy. So, gents, I got to ask you, this is a question that I've already asked before, but the answers are always entertaining to me. And I really have to know where your head goes with this. So if you could replace your eyeball with any household object, what would it be? <sighs> That's an interesting question. And one that I've thought about every day for the last 31 years. <laughs> at least at least since I had a brain capable of thinking of such high intellectual questions. Um, here we go. Let's think. I don't just want to give you like a shitty answer and then try and make up why it's good. Um, but I didn't I did know a guy or I did, did know a guy with a glass eye, actually. Very interesting. Nice. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the whole story. Um, let's think. That's the whole story, he says. <laughs> that is the whole story. That's all. I, that's I, all. I, I just knew a guy with a glass eye. That's it. Yeah, and the story. He was not interesting. Nice guy. No. He had a he, nice guy, glass eye. That's it. Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't know that it actually even has to fit in your eye. What do you think, <laughs> it's like something massive. <laughs> <laughs> we can like define physics. A football or something. Let's go around. One, oh. one normal eye and one football in his. I would put a tilt sign game. in my eye. A what? <laughs> a tilt sign, you know, like tilt, like the old video games where you get the tilt when you were playing pinball. <laughs> oh wait, you mean? Oh, okay. See, we had a we had an arcade called Tilt. The the company name was Tilt. Nice. In the mall back when I was a kid. So, but you said tilt sign. That was the first thing I thought of. So I guess we're kind of on the same path. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what I would probably do. I mean, that's a tough question. It really is all the way around. It is really My is. answer before yeah, was a I'll, peephole, a peephole. So it gives you different perspectives when you look through it, you know? <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we using some sort of magic here where you can actually see through whatever object you put in your eye or is it just... It's sure, it could sure. be laser vision. It, it could be anything. Stuff as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be like, uh, I've got one of these whole huge gym balls in front of me. I could just have that and have like amazing vision because I'll have the eye... An eye like the size of someone's leg. Yeah. Um, you know what? If nothing else, it would be a great conversation piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what that? What do you mean? Yes, just one of my huge eyes. Yeah. Conjunctivitis, yeah, I think maybe me. it'll go down in a couple of weeks. Um, but you know, some, my usual thought was like a football or something, because then you could just whap it out and have a game. You know, it's like, oh, there you go. Just put no good. Can't see out of it, but it might as well have a game of football. That'd be that'd give a new twist to the game of dice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Everybody pulls their eye out and throws a dice. 
Snake eyes. <laughs> See, that was a stupid dad there joke. Right dad there. jokes. <laughs> Never Perfect. say dad jokes are stupid again. Dad jokes, man. That was amazing. Well done. <laughs> you got that before I could. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Man, we got to do this again. We have to find more time at some point. I know you're busy. Oh, I know you sure, got yeah. uh, all kinds of shit going on, but we'll have to we'll have to find some time to get you on here again. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, man. It's, it's cool. been an amazing night. It's great oh, to just my chat gosh. to people, isn't it? It I is. It, it is. Often. Like I say, people don't around here. People don't talk about it much, or at least we don't go in depth about things. So it is cool. It's great. This is like pretty much my only outlet, like you say, to talk to people about crypto because yeah. it's it's the same thing around here. I'm also in one of those places there's there's nobody around here that i know at least that is even remotely interested in hearing me talk about crypto so <laughs> it's nice when i can corner yeah. you people and i can dump my conspiracy theories at you and call it good oh don't, <laughs> but don't go down don't go down the conspiracy theory right i'm tired of everybody running from me like i'm a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> so where, where, they what, see where mitch, are you um mitch where are you based i'm out of uh michigan so uh, like um you know I'm yes. near Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the the, yeah, the yeah, auto auto capital of the world. Yeah, <laughs> I only know places in America by where uh wrestling events have been held. So back from my youth and it'll be like we're in Detroit and I'll go yeah that's Michigan. Yeah, uh, only yeah, purely because yeah. it's a whatever Vince McMahon will be introducing it and it'll be we're in Detroit, Michigan. And then you like, ah, yeah, yeah, I know it now. <laughs> I, know, like, yeah. well, I think everybody in the in world's heard of Detroit in one respect or, in or another. Oh, it's Texas. Yeah, yeah. So things like that. Um, but yeah, Michigan, no. Um, the only experience I have in Michigan is the really cool song, uh, which you, I don't know if you'll know it. Um, but it features on a Laurel and Hardy film. And it's, um, I know it's probably called I Was Born in Michigan. I don't know. Or on the farm where I was born or something like that. But it's really cool. I don't know if you've heard of it. On the farm where I was born. <laughs> we, we know you can sing, so maybe you should sing it for us. All right. Well, I'll do it in their style, but they are, bear in mind, there's like right. four of them. So I won't be able to do all We're four ready. parts. All right. <clears throat> I was born in Michigan. And I wish and wish again that I was back. In the town where I was born, the town where I was born, there's a farm in Michigan, and I'd like to fish again by the river that rolls beside the fields of waving corn. A lonesome soul am I, and hear the reason why. I want to go back, I want to go back, I want to go back to the farm. I miss the rooster, the one that used to wake me up at 4 a.m. for early hour. I think your great big city's very pretty. Nevertheless, I want to be there. I want to see there a certain someone full of charm. And that's why I wish again that I was in Michigan, down on the farm. Down on the farm. Oh there my go, gosh, guys. that was that was amazing. Beautiful. That Beautiful. was absolutely incredible. It. Thank you so much for that. That was a perfect way to close out the episode. Oh my absolutely. god, that was amazing. The the, the <laughs> four-part harmony can be found on YouTube. It's you just have to type in something like uh what's the film? It's just typing probably Lowell and Hardy, Michigan, and it'll probably come up. But it's really cool. Nice. These guys that like 1920 awesome, singers, and they're absolutely amazing. Yeah, they, they pull it off brilliantly. I think they're like called the Averly Brothers or something. I got to say this. If my daughter listens to this podcast, she will actually die. My daughter is a vocal and <laughs> instrumental major in college, and she teaches choir cool. and um, nice. band. Yeah. So she would just, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to let her hear this. She's going to be... That's, that's good. Awesome, that was man. awesome, dude. That was really awesome. So, um, 
at um school yeah because obviously I'm, I'm a primary school teacher so elementary school i guess you guys call it uh so i teach uh eight and nine year olds at the moment and every thursday so i'm the music lead so i lead the sort of music around the school um and every thursday i go and i sing them a little song before they get started and then they all sing a, a like a collection of songs um and it's really cool so i just be really silly with it and sometimes do sort of really high pitch and sometimes do really deep and and it's just really cool just love practicing it it's great man that that was That's that awesome, was awesome man. i love it heck yeah <laughs> so so jen thanks again for coming on the show buddy this was awesome i apologize for how kind of chaotic it was for me on my end but you know i think we pulled it <laughs> off and you know i think at the end i I'm, I'm really excited about listening to it simply because i missed half of it but <laughs> you know <laughs> we we all got responsibilities and having you on the show was definitely something i did not want to miss so by all means i was willing to go through just about anything to make it happen and i'm so glad we did uh, thank I'm you. glad we did. Thank what what a great much. episode, man. Thanks very much. No, it's very, very humbling to, for you to say that. Thank you, Mitch. That's great. And Professor, it's awesome. Uh, I'll obviously be listening to future shows anyway. And of course, be featuring in future shows. So thanks very much for having me on. Absolutely. Great, we got to keep you on. That's for sure. For Heck sure, yeah. Man. Thanks Cheers. a lot, man. Thank you so thank much. You much. Have a great evening, sir. And you guys too. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Man, it was, it was really cool to have Gent on the show. It's been a long time coming. He has been amazing getting that news to us every time for the podcast and i mean it's not the same without it i love it so i'm really glad we got to have him on the show oh for sure for sure i i, I mean that one episode i think that i we listened to and then we got the responses back that said what no no news segment and it was kind of like it was really missing so it's it's just like uh he's part of the show and i love it i'm just i'm glad that we were able to have him on tonight and he's funny as hell oh yeah he is he really is man it's, we need to hang out with this guy like in in the real world and dude, for sure that can you voice, imagine having a beer with the gent oh my god can you imagine oh, i yeah. mean dude, him singing awful. was awesome dude that was crazy i if you put him like with warm-ups obviously he did that ice cold with no vocal warm-ups now you give that guy some vocal warm-ups and let him be prepared for that that would have been incredible even more so than it already was have you seen his video of him singing and playing the guitar no i haven't you haven't seen this? Oh, dude, it's going to blow you away. Dude, that's, I am that's so sheltered. <laughs> if you think about I thought, it, <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's crazy. Right? Well, I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll send you a link to it. Well, uh, maybe I'll put a link to it in the description of this video or of this podcast also. Oh, that would be but, cool. Man, it popped up on Twitter like a couple weeks ago. I don't remember if he posted it or if somebody shared it, but it was a video of him from quite a while ago and it was amazing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can't wait to hear it. You know, I mean, that's like, you know, I say I'm sheltered. Someone today asked me if I, if I've ever heard of Bix Ware, and I'm like, who's that? And they're like, seriously, you're in crypto and you don't know who Bix Ware is. And I'm like, uh, no, I can't say that I've ever heard of him, you know? So just those little <laughs> nuances that you don't, that I haven't been exposed to, right? Because you only know what you read and you only know what you're exposed to. So without the exposure and without ever, you know, reading about it, how would you know about it? So, you know, yeah, for the same thing with his vocals for, you know, without actually hearing that, I'd have never guessed it in a million years. That was great. Well, and this space is so huge, man. I mean, there's not only is there, there's the whole crypto space and then that's divided up into the little communities for every coin and all that stuff. And, everybody underneath that every single person has so much to share and so much that they're putting out there that there's no way you can absorb everything from everybody you know so i i cut my follower following way down um to the people that i want to see the people that are putting out positive content and i still can't keep up you know i can scroll <laughs> for days and <laughs> exactly. I, I would never be caught up with the new content so no. it's it's a cool place but yeah that's you know but but that kind of goes into what we were talking about of when you find good content you have to share it you know right. so it goes right into that yes exactly because it helps put it out there to the people that that don't see it and you know like like for me for example because now that we're actually creating content i only really see on twitter my notifications and usually my notifications take me long enough to go through or keep up with that i don't even get a chance to just go to the home feeds and actually see what you no. know people are just generally tweeting that i follow that i don't even have a chance to do that so yes it makes a huge difference for people to retweet stuff 
and like just reaching out to your friends and, and letting them know of things that you found and, you know, share your experiences with them. And if you found some video that you were impressed by, share it and, and get that content out there. And if you like this podcast, share it and get the content out there. And right. if you have somebody who's educating you or, or helping provide positive services for the community, share it and get it out there and just let everybody know where to find it. So it's Right. You know, we got to keep building that community. It's just Absolutely. as important as asking people if they accept Bitcoin. Right. Because without the exposure, people don't know without the exposure. If nobody was ever exposed to somebody saying, hey, the crypto campfire or hey, Bixware or hey, the crypto gent. If, if you weren't ever exposed to that, you would never even think to, to have seen it or look for it. So that exposure via retweets, via likes, all that stuff makes a huge difference, I'm finding. Oh, yeah. So uh, how about those rap battles this last Friday? Oh, my gosh. Those were insane, dude. That was great. It was crazy. We had so many new people coming in. Oh, yeah. I mean, this one guy, what's his name? Memes. He had like, what, 13 followers or something? And the guy's just blasting shit out. I'm like, oh, my God, where'd you come from, bro? <laughs> that was awesome. Right. He appeared out of nowhere. Like somebody used to follow this guy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I followed him like right away. Cat threw some lines down. Uh, Poker Brad actually threw some lines in there. Wild Child Sings. That yep. was cool. You know, we had some new people. I haven't seen Ben's dad, though. Have you? No, he's a, uh, but I think his entire feed's been a little quiet lately. Yeah. So I don't know if he's got some. He might be on vacation uh, or something. Some stuff he's working on or not. But yeah, we'll have to blow him up, though, and uh, see what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because I know I tagged him in a couple of those. And that's, oh, yeah. the, you know, the for other sure. thing, when you, when I, I create a tag list for it, there's so many people that I don't fit in the list. And I kind of always hope that everybody else will start tagging people that they know to, to join in. Because that last night was insane how many people and how fast. And I mean, I could not keep up with the notifications. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, it was nuts. It was going so fast. It was crazy. But that that's when it gets exciting, though, when you're sitting there just rapping like crazy, right. like nonstop. Did you see that live thing I did? Oh, my God. I so cannot rap live. <laughs> what? How did I miss? That? I don't know. Yeah, it was a video. I did a live broadcast and I rapped and I tagged it to uh, to the to the feed. And uh, Swift Crook, I Jesus, think there was a I bunch of people. I'm going to have to go back and check Yeah, there was out. a bunch of people that reply or uh, liked it. Um, and it was funny. It was just nice. I. I, I at the end, I'm like, oh, my God, I just can't rap. This is insane. You know, it was funny. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I'll have to check it out. To be, I was, I was driving back and forth while the wife was driving. I was riding, but we were going back and forth to a few different stores and stuff while we were trying to rap mm. battle. So it was kind of a uh, an amazing yeah. thing. I don't know how I managed to You were to laying down some juicy shit, that, too. That was cool. <laughs> uh, it was all right. Oh, stop it. There was, I, I can't believe I missed a live rap. can't believe I yeah, missed Yeah, you got to look, man. It's out there. <laughs> it was cool. I'm not doing it. Nope. <laughs> I, I, you That's know, awesome. I really, I, I just got everyone's like, go live, go live. So I was like, piss on it, you know. So I was like, I give it a shot. And uh, perfect. You know, the, That's awesome, man. Because the stuff's got to come to you so fast to be able to keep it smooth, and you're going totally impromptu. So it's not like you had a chance to write something down and you're reading from it. You're just like, it's got to come to you quick. Yeah, there's no back. No, base. exactly. <laughs> and so that was pretty crazy. But I think I did all right. I did all right. It was great. It was fun. How's that? That's a better nice. word for the it. The fact that you did it, that's that counts. You get points <laughs> there for that. There you go. I get trial points. You get points yeah. for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> so what a crazy weekend. Awesome, what a man. Dude, what an absolutely amazing week. I want to end on this. Our week has just been a total 180 degree turn from last week. Would you not agree with that? Oh, I yeah. I mean, with the whole. Well, we went from like total uncertainty. Yes of where we were headed with our other project to finally having kind of a clear path of, of how things are going to go. So now is we've got a few, few steps to get through still. And as soon as that's done, then uh, we can get back to building. But the momentum has just grown so much in the last week from it. Oh, and, and the support from the community is just blowing that's, me away. That's so. more or less what I was referring to. I just, you know, I, I want to say to all the community members that are listening from the no bullshit crypto Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I really mean this with everything I have without you guys, we wouldn't be coming back to that project. We wouldn't even be considering taking it over. It was because of the, oh my God, crazy support that you guys threw our way that we actually decided to, to take this on. So it's all you, it, it's totally all you guys. If it wasn't for that, 
we would not be doing it. Trust me. So I had to put that out there. Thank you. Absolutely. It means so much to us. Like it's a stressful time, you know, and it's uh, it was kind of a hard decision for us to make, but you know, we truly believe in, in where this project is going and what it, what it stands for. So, you know, we hit some speed bumps along the road, but this is such a really great thing that, that needs to happen. So I just can't wait to, to be able to start putting time into it. Again. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, all that stuff being said, thank you so much for coming and listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the support and all the likes we see on the YouTube channel. And the subscriptions there are pretty crazy and pretty amazing. Our following count, oh my God, our followers are getting up there, which means that it's getting out to more people, which is even awesome, more awesome because that's our goal, right? To get this out to people and have everybody be able to enjoy it. And thank you. I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying this. And, you know, all right, enough of that bullshit, whatever. Okay, Mitch, come on, quit, <laughs> quit, you know, getting all emotional and shit. Guys, thank you. We hope you have a great evening. You know, if you get a chance and you feel like it, throw a tip log on the campfire. It's going to help us be able to keep spreading adoption and to move forward with our big United States and world tour that we want to do. And it's all for you guys, man. It really is. At the end of the day, it's all about the community. So thank you so much for your support. We love you guys. Have a great one. Mitch out. Catch y'all later. Peace.